Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow. The conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be. Joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the Curling of Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Christian Brito. Joining me as always on this podcast is Armando Crespo. What is up, Armando? What's up, Brito? You ever tried uh, shuffleboard before? Um, yeah. I think it's pretty fun. You ever tried it on ice? No, I can't ice skate. I am from Miami. Ever and tried I'm it not. on ice while sweeping in front of it? No, no, no. That's curling. That's for white people. It is curling on ice. It's sweeping on ice and shuffleboard on ice put together. Uh, what is, what did, oh, I heard a Tosh.0 joke the other day and it was like, um, that show, that show's still on? No, it's, uh, he does stand up. Okay. So and he Daniel said, uh, joke. Okay. The win, the people that usually win in the Olymp- the winter Olympics are the richest white people. So right now Norway's winning. So we can assume that they're currently the richest white people in the world. I don't know. Okay. Forget it. Is that where we're starting, starting to trail in the winter Olympics here in the U S yep. Yep. I ask because, uh, the minorities are starting to take over. So we don't really show up for the winter Okay. That, right. that was a huge bummer, Armando. God damn it. I thought it was going to be a good joke. So let's, I mean, we've got more fantasy news. Free agency is rapidly <laughs> approaching us March 6th, okay? Mm-hmm. All right? So we'll finally actually have some real substantial meat and potatoes to talk about and not just rumors, not just, you know, hypotheses about who's going to end up where. But for now, that's what we're going to do because we'd like to do that. Uh, Armando gets off on this. Dale mm-hmm. hates it. So this is uh, why it's a me and Armando podcast because we're just going to dive in. More rumors, more what teams need in free agency, who teams should be targeting. But before we do any of that, we've got a little bit of news. So let's dive right, right. into the news. Right into it. Right Don- into it. Are we going to talk about Dante Moncrief or he's not really that important? We are we are not going to talk about Dante Moncrief. All right, fine. We are going to talk about Alshon Jeffrey, expected to be out at least six months. That's seis meses for our Hispanic population. Yes, you. I'm talking to you, sir, who speaks Spanish, and just we're waiting for that one shout out. No, don't do that. Don't. No. Okay. No. All right. Um, he's going to be out for six months after a rotator cuff surgery. He's likely going to spend all of training camp, possibly even the preseason. They're saying on... possibly into week one, man. The pup list. And what I'm hearing is he'll be ready week one. If I'm an Alshon Jeffrey keeper league owner, or a guy that's going to draft him, very worrisome. Right? No, no. No, he played. I, I don't. I think this is good, man. I think this is really good. 
Why you think it's going to lessen his draft stock? And I mean, he didn't hit a thousand yards this season. I mean, he played through the injury the entire season. I mean, you get Alshon Jeffrey fully healthy, he's going to hit a thousand yards and more than six touchdowns if he's a hundred percent healthy. I think that's good. That's a good sign, in my opinion. I know I don't mean to cut you off, but you don't think so. He's uh, players like this confuse me, man. Because on the one hand, I think this is scary. I want to stay away from it. But then you're like, man, I could get such a value for a guy who, if if everything does end up going well, and he is back, he he's going to be great again if he's healthy. And so I, I think the Eagles are going to be another, you know, they just came off of winning the Super Bowl, but I think their offense has yet to fully hit their stride. And I think Alshon Jeffrey in that offense with Carson Wentz has yet to hit his stride. Um, I don't know, man. I think it will depreciate his draft stock. He'll still be useful. Um, I just think he's the type of guy, if you're drafting him, you're looking at middle middle of the season is when he's going to start hitting his prime, not early in the season. Yeah, I think there's a good chance if you get him as like your wide receiver two, he could win you the championship because you're getting you're going to get him really good value in the draft. I think that's going to be a given. Okay, all right. Let's talk about another piece of news here, Armando. Tyler Eifert. The mm. Bengals are not expected to re-sign the free agent this offseason. They are planning to move on to Tyler Croft, the other mm-hmm. Tyler, to be sure. their their number one guy. Um, and I'm hearing rumors that they might be looking at Jimmy Graham. They might be looking at Austin Safari Jenkins. They might be looking at Trey Burton, some of the free agents that are available at the tight end position. But if they don't, you know, get any of those guys at a price point that makes sense, then they will have Tyler Croft be their number one guy, and they feel comfortable with him in that spot. So, I mean, Tyler Eifert's gone, injury prone, but he's a guy that could end up somewhere else and, and be extremely useful Some to one of these teams that is losing a tight end. Perhaps he does end up going to to, to one of those places. Uh, where do you think Tyler Eifert lands? Let's start there. Well, I mean, I feel like he's going to fit perfectly with the Seahawks. They didn't use Jimmy Graham to his full potential. He wasn't out there every play. They used him in the red zone mostly. So I think that... Tyler Eifert excels in the red zone. So I think that's the perfect landing spot. And the Patriots as well. I mean, they like having two good tight ends. I mean, they didn't utilize Dwayne Allen. But if you get another big guy like Tyler Eifert across from Gronk, I think it's going to be amazing. Those are my top two choices right now. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think Tyler Eifert's the guy that's going to end up going somewhere on a prove-it deal. If he can stay healthy is extremely talented, but he has not been able to. Maybe this is his year. I think there's a chance it could be his year where he finally does, and this prove-it deal ends up working out for him, and then in the following year he gets paid again. So we'll see what happens. Tyler Croft, on the other hand, staying there. I, I'm I'm of the, the uh, I'm of the opinion that they will end up keeping them as his as the one, bring in some sort of other backups just kind of fill in a role 
as the backup tight end, but not really, you know, somebody that's going to challenge Croft for the job. And Croft filled in admirably, I think, for Eifert last year. I think he's the main reason why they're getting rid of Eifert is because they saw that they can afford to do so at a much cheaper price. So what do you think about Tyler Croft? I think that they're going to end up trying to find an option in the draft. I can't see them bringing in Jimmy Graham. They have way too many holes on that offense to invest that much on Jimmy Graham. I know that he's going to have a lower price tag than he did before, but still, like they still have Tyler Croft. I think they just go through the draft, maybe maybe grab Austin Safran Jenkins on a one-year deal. I just can't see Jimmy Graham signing there. I mean, um, yeah, Jimmy Graham signing there. Okay, fair enough. Um, in other free agency news, uh, no shocker here, but Drew Brees is expected to meet with the Saints next week to discuss a short-term deal to just end out his career there. Um, somewhere in between the range of 20 to $25 million is what he's going to end up getting paid, significantly less than what you saw for a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo. But I think they're going to come to some sort of agreement. Drew Brees is going to finish his career with the Saints on a either one- or two-year deal. I'm thinking a two-year deal, and they'll – part ways amicably and and do the, do it the right way that's probably going to happen start happening sometime next week um com, they're going to probably do it at, at the combine combine next week guys by the way february 27th all the way to march 5th ends the day before free agency opens so keep an eye out for that if you want to see buff guys and small shorts um mm. <clears throat> Um, can we just talk about Frank Gore probably getting cut? Just yeah, it's next piece. It's next piece of news. All right, you, you want to? Oh, okay. Jesus. Well, the Colts are unlikely to re-sign thirty-four year old thirty-four year old Frank Gore. Is this the end of the line for Mister Frank Gore? Yes. It's over. Thank God. Finally, poor guy. I hate to say that. Yep. You know who might be interested uh, in Frank I, Gore? The Dolphins. Who? Why not, right? Uh, I mean, they need. I mean, he'll he'd be really nice uh, next to Kenyon Drake. Like, I mean, that it is his hometown. With, he went to college here. <sighs> he should he should come home retire retire a Finn. I like it. The Colts. Like it. We need the to, Colts, though. I think this is more important for the, about the Colts. I don't want to worry about Frank Gore. Oh yeah. Let's talk about the Colts because, <laughs> as we'll discuss later in their free agency needs, they need a running back. You don't think Marlon Mack can carry no. the load? And I I think I think the Colts will use a top pick, a top three pick, because they got a, the third pick overall, on a running back. What say you about that? I hope they don't. I hope they don't. I've been i I've been talking about this in the chat for a while. I just don't feel like any of the teams are ready for someone like Barkley. He should definitely drop into like you know the Buccaneers territory. I just hope they don't do it. They don't have an offensive line at all. Like they're just going to set that guy up for failure so fast. Waste that pick on an offensive lineman or something. Improve the O line before you waste such a high pick on a running back. He's going to end up like Trent Richardson, man. How many That's running backs do you think go in the first round this year? Two, just uh, three? three. Yeah, I think there's a lot of. Uh, Hungry teams for running backs this year, and there were some good RBs that went. I say Barkley goes within the first five picks, 
Sonny Michael goes within the first 20 picks. I think he'll be a second half of the first round pick. And and that's it. I think only two running backs will be taken in the first round. That round two, wait for round two to be flooded with running backs. You'll see Juice go. You'll see Johnson go. You'll see quite a few guys in that second round if I'm – if I if it's the way I'm looking at it, I, I think a lot of teams do need that running back, but a lot of teams aren't willing to spend that first rounder. But I'm of the opinion right now, I'm looking at it, the writing on the wall, already there for Frank Gore. Colts, good spot. Good spot for Barkley, I think. But we'll see. You, I know you disagree. I mean, if I think that they would need a better wide receiver too as well if they don't sign Dante Moncrief. I mean, there's some good wide receivers going to this draft. So they're really they're done ones. with Gore. They're done with Moncrief. I think they're going to bring in a running back in the draft. One more piece of news. Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been doing this since last year, but he's starting to throw some weighted footballs. They're saying he's going to be good to go for training camp. Any uh, optimism for Andrew Luck? I mean, he's... Uh, if he's ready and he's practicing... I'm going to draft him as a top, what, top 12 quarterback. I think that's a safe number right now. Got to see him throw it far, put him up any higher than that. But, yeah, I think if he's playing in the preseason, you know, practicing all training camp, he's going to be top 12 for me. So, last – the Colts are jerks with this because last year Mm -hmm. they said all offseason he's going to be ready for week one. He's going to play. In September, they made him – be activated from the pup list. They became he came on to the fully grown dog list. Right? And we're still talking about this. Right? We're in f- the the later stages of February of the following year and we're still talking about problems to his shoulder. It's just worrisome. That's all. I'm fully committed to he's going to be ready, but man, it's scary. I feel pretty like i'm i'm not worried okay. i'm not that worried about a different him. direction yep all right i think that's a good enough for a podcast right there brito you don't think that's that's 15 minutes i want oh, oh, come on all right let's just quickly do let's go into some uh right. we're gonna have to put a cut there right. do we all right i thought it was <clears throat> no. funny nope no. all right free agency okay <laughs> So, we covered news. We're going to keep move, keep on moving. We'll want to talk about some free agency needs, what teams are going to do, and we'll talk about the top 10 teams in the league and just go rapid fire with each one. The New York Jets, I think, are a very important team to talk about here. They are picking within the top 10. They have the sixth pick, and they just need – they have needs everywhere. They need – They need a quarterback. They need a tight end. They need linebackers. They need corners. Uh, They they need pass rushers. Um, I honestly believe the Jets are going to offer Kirk Cousins the most money. Yep. Whether or not he ends up there is yet to be seen. But they have a lot of holes. Uh, Too many holes. (laughs) I mean... You need. They don't have a tight end anymore. A lot of porn stars. Letting Jenkins go. Mm. Mm. 
Mm. <clears throat> Anyways, I mean, what do you think they're doing with their first round pick? Are they going quarterback or are they going to go uh, with a corner, like offensive line? Well, you know, my hope is that they draft a quarterback and they and they sign someone like Case Keenum. Okay. As a stopgate, right. you know, quarterback. I don't. Maybe he doesn't get tagged, you know. And I think Case Keenum can hold the fort for him, like Josh okay. McCown did. And if that's not the case, I think they should go for offensive okay. linemen for sure. Like, I think O line's the first thing you should fix on any NFL. Sticking team. with the AFC East, a team that made the playoffs but still has a lot of holes and I definitely don't think are going to make the playoffs again. The Buffalo Bills, right? Mm. They're probably going to lose Tyrod Taylor. Or the, I mean, they're moving on from Tyrod Taylor. That's happening. Okay, so they need a quarterback. Yeah, They need help on their defensive line. Um, and I think, I know this is fantasy football show and we don't touch too much on defense. Picking at 21, 22, uh, two first-round picks, but both at the end. I think they're going to spend a lot of draft stock on pass rushers. And so probably not super viable for fantasy purposes, but I would not be surprised to see uh, their first round pick and more picks later in the draft going towards that defensive line that needs it. Um, Especially with Sean Sean McDermott, that guy just wants to blitz all day, every day. So, so you think they're just going to completely punt on the quarterback position? I don't think they're going to punt, but because um, there's like uh, there's like what six good quarterbacks going into the draft between round one and two, and people they're going to stop. Starters. They're going to get a stopgap quarterback. I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, offered a pick for Trevor Simeon or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like they're going to get somebody that's going to yeah. fill that need for right now and address it. Maybe throw a late round pick or a mid round pick at a quarterback and see if it sticks. But um, they're just trying to build back up. I think the Bills are going to be a team that's going to punt on 2018, trying to build towards the future, which I don't think is the right. A playoff team is going to punt. No, it's not. I, def- I don't think they should do that. They, they made the playoffs. They have the yeah, building blocks. You know. I mean, like, so what do you think they should they should go after a Kirk Cousins or something like that? Because I I don't think they have the offensive weapons right now to get a Kirk Cousins to lure him over there. Um, I think, yeah, I agree with you. They should definitely, you know, work on the defense and then sign, like you said, a stopgate guy. But you know, they I, were the worst case key. nine and seven team that I've seen in a long time. They did not deserve to be in the playoffs. They are not a good team. They got there very luckily. They almost they maxed out the their Jacks. mediocre talent. The Bills will be a below 500 team next year, no matter what they do. I agree, because they're not going to get a Kirk okay. Cousins, and they might punt on a quarterback. And if they just get someone, if they get Sam Bradford, that's it. They're going to end up like the worst team in the NFL. Another team that has a lot of needs and uh, has been in such position for a very long time is the Cleveland Browns, the 0 16. Mm-mm. Last year, Cleveland Browns, they have the first pick. They have the fourth pick that they acquired from the Texans. They've got a lot of draft stock. They need a lot of things. <laughs> so they need uh, they need another receiver. They need a slot receiver. They need a quarterback. Um, they're probably going to be okay with just Duke Johnson as a running back. I think they found their tight end. But he's a no, free agent uh, right now. They need to resign Crowell him. Crowell is the free agent. 
Um, I think uh, maybe you're right. I thought Duke Johnson restricted was a free agent maybe, as well. but I think he's I think they, he's yes. coming back. So um, and then Njoku, they seem to have found their tight end for the future. At least that's what I saw last year. It looks very promising for the future. So one good piece in yeah. their offense, but this is a team that's going to. I think rehaul and redesign that offense big time in the draft. And so you're going to see, um, you're going to see them. They're going to, they're going to spend on, they're going to get a quarterback. They're going to get a slot receiver. Look for the, the Browns to have a completely different looking offense in 2018. Yeah. Um, all the projections are having them, you know, signing AJ McCarron and then getting Barkley with the number two pick and then going defense with the number four pick. I'm. I would love them to not take Barkley and focus on grabbing two defensive players or some right. O linemen because to have a successful team, you need I'm, a better. I'm seeing O-line. a lot of mock drafts where they're taking Sam Darnold, the quarterback from USC. Um, yeah. As as a fourth pick, right? I think they might take him at one. And okay. and then if the guy lasts until the fourth pick, they could be another team that's in on Barkley at the fourth pick. But we'll see, man. I mean, they have so many options with with everything that they have in this draft, I mean, finally. So there's several quarterbacks they could get. I mean, they could end up getting Josh Allen. They could get up Sam Darnold, like I mentioned before. They're going to be an interesting team to look at. They're going to be young. Um, I don't think they'll go on 16 again. But one win no. in two years can't be happy as a Cleveland Browns fan. But <laughs> no. it's going to take some time. But you'll at least have some promising young talent for the future. So I love the I love the Browns. They're going to have a. I think they're going to make the playoffs in like uh, two years. No. Okay. Let's talk about a team <laughs> that has some pieces, especially on the defensive end. I think they have some nice pieces, but the offense, especially. Their skill position players, and I mean, we were talking about that, is dreadful. The Chicago Bears. This is a team that I think is going to try mm. to fill a lot of their holes in free agency. Definitely can see them in on some of these wide receivers like Michael Crabtree in free agency. Um, Allen Robinson, should he get a transitional tag instead of a franchise tag, could uh, the Bears potentially give him an offer sheet? Like Those are the type of guys that I think the Chicago Bears would be interested in. And they, Lord knows, need a wide receiver, maybe two, um, big time. So, what do you think happens with them in this offseason? I mean, uh, I mean, obviously, their biggest hole right now is wide receiver. Kevin White has not stayed on the field. Kendall Wright has, you know, barely, you know, right. made a dent. And they have a right. bunch of other Meredith scrubs over there. ACL so, I mean, tear. right now, yeah, exactly. So, they're, they might. The word on the street is they're going to take a wide receiver with their pick, but I can see them going after someone like Sammy Watkins or Mike Wallace, you know, some proven vets. Hey, Sammy Watkins is going to ask for too much right now, but I think, you know, Mike Wallace might be a good fit over there. No, he doesn't, but he's, he's looking for money. Right. Um, I've seen some mock drafts that, you know, have the, have the Bears taking a defensive player in the first round. I don't agree with that. Um, I definitely think that their DBs are not a problem. So, and I've seen that 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 being a need 
um, that some people have put in their mock drafts. I don't agree there. I don't think that's how it's going to happen. I think they're going to they're going to get a wide receiver through free agency and continue to address more offensive pieces in those first couple rounds. They surely need it. I don't think they've found their guy either in Mitchell Trubisky, but I don't think they're going to draft another quarterback just yet. So <clears throat> let's move on. For years and oh. years. <laughs> they invested way too much in All that right. motherfucker. So we're going to cover three more teams here. The Indianapolis Colts we already mentioned. So I'm going to move on because I, I'm on, I'm of the belief that they're going to take um, a running back in the first round. Armando doesn't like that move and also disagrees with it. But let's move on. The Cincinnati Bengals. They already let McCarron go. I think, my opinion is, this is the last year for Andy Dalton, who's been a middle-tier quarterback over the last few years. Cincinnati Bengals, Mm -hmm. they need a quarterback in this draft. I think they're going to take a quarterback and have him sit on the bench for a year and be their guy for the future. What do you think about that? How do you like them apples? I I mean, this is a huge, deep draft with quarterbacks, and this team needs a lot of help on the offense. I talk about offensive line way too much, but they don't have an offensive guard. They don't have a center. They don't have an offensive tackle. So I just think they're going to focus on the offensive line, man. I don't see them taking – in the first round, I see them going offensive line and in free agency just fixing that line because you, you saw that, you know, Nobody can get any holes. Mm. Joe Mixon. You know who can get holes, though? Dill's dad. Getting that. Mm. Getting his mom's holes. Oh. Just. Dill's going to listen to this tonight. What do you think, Brito? You think they're going to take a quarterback in the first round? Not in the first round. Um, But I I do think. I wouldn't be surprised if they invested an early pick in a tight end, like we mentioned. I I don't think they'll. Yeah. necessarily have a guy that is going to challenge Croft early, but a guy that's going to compliment him. Um, I can see them taking another receiver to compliment. Bro, they've taken three yeah, wide receivers. And they the haven't found time. their guy. They're trying to find a guy to compliment AJ Green, and I don't think they've found their guy. So, But you just have to, like, John Ross – and this other guy they drafted, one of them has to work out. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, just they just need to stop wasting picks yeah. on wide receivers. I just uh, pulled the shit out of my microphone for anyone that just heard that. I apologize. Um, I am very fidgety all the time, so um, mm-hmm. sorry for that. Uh, you would think that after 180 some odd episodes, 80. I'd be better at this, but no, I am not. All right, so last last two teams here. The Tennessee Titans. What are they going to do? Are they really going to draft mm. another wide receiver after they? Because that's what I'm seeing in mock drafts. I think that's kind of nutty. They spent the fifth pick, the fifth uh, overall pick on Corey Davis last year. I think they've got other needs. Um, so mm-hmm. I don't know, man. They they've got a. They they also drafted a Taewon Taylor, who was their slot guy last year. Um. I th- I think they need to oh. maybe address a couple of things in that defense, particularly the passing side of that defense, some corners or some safeties. But yeah. what do you think about the Tennessee Titans? Do you think they're gonna? Can I? I'm just gonna say something. Tennessee Titans are the least interesting team in the NFL. Like I just Wait. do not give a shit about them. Mm-hmm. What you don't agree? Yeah, that's fine. I don't hate you for that one. 
Like, what do you think? Like, I don't. I think yes, they need to work on the defense. But you know, should they have been in the playoffs? No. Were they interesting to watch? Yeah. No. Hmm. Right now, like hmm. Mariota's middle of the road. Like, Baltimore what do you really have going for you guys? Yeah. Okay. But Joe Flacco loves McDonald's. That makes him more okay. interesting. Um. Yeah, you got me. You're right. I think you're right. Detroit Lions, they're the same team every single year. Yeah, but they got Matthew Stafford. You okay, know, okay. They, they, they're, they're explosive. Once they're explosive. Kirk Cousins finally signed somewhere, the Washington Redskins are the least interesting team in the NFL. That's fair. Is that good? That's fair. Right now, they're, real, they're really because fucking Because everybody wants right to know what's going to happen with Cousins. Once that happens, exactly. least interesting team in the NFL. Okay, okay. I, I won't. I won't hate you for that one. But um, all right. So let's talk about another not interesting team: the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> I mean, they got David Johnson. You know what so they? Somewhat you know what they right? need in this draft? <laughs> offense. They just need offense. Outside of outside yeah. of David Johnson, they've got a last year of his career, Larry Fitzgerald, and that's it. Okay. I know. John Brown's Listen, John Brown's there. Jerron Brown is running around somewhere taking a few catches a year away from John Brown. I free I think he's, he's, he's going to be a free, a agent, free agent, agent. I think he'll be back there, but um they need, they need to sign him. And uh I mean, that's it. So, any sort of offensive pieces, I mean, they need a quarterback, they need linemen, they need receivers, they they need another cornerback over there because Peterson cannot do so, everything. Look for them to spend a lot of their draft picks on offensive weapons, which is why we're bringing them up. Um, I think their offense will look quite different next year. Uh, but if they can get a quarterback in free agency and draft some of that line, those line problems in the draft, I think David Johnson will be a very nice value on draft day should they be able to do that. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Two questions for you. Do you really see David – are you having David Johnson ranked in your top five this year? Um, depending on what happens in this offseason, yeah. He'll be a – I, I okay. think things are going to work out well this offseason, and he'll be a top three running back. Yeah, right now I have him like – I have him borderline like six, and I think that's – I'm just nervous. I understand, like, I understand being nervous about him, especially um, with everything that's around him. The mediocre team that continues yep. to get worse year over year, coming off the of injury. Injury. There, there are some things not going well right now. I think, give it a couple months, you'll be much more optimistic about David Johnson. All right. I hope so. Well, uh, wait, wait, wait. I just want to ask one more question. Isaiah Crowell. No one's talking about him. He's a free agent. I feel like he's okay, and if he's in a good offense, yeah. he'll be just fine. Do you? Where do you, Where do you see him signing? You have I don't. Any idea? I don't know where, do where like he'll him? sign. But wherever he goes, I think he will be a starter. And there's plenty of places that he can land and still be that guy. Um, he's another guy that will, for a little while, be on his couch. But I think people will be calling for him in a few months. Yeah. Yeah, I just hope I hope he doesn't end up like Alfred Morris, like a backup to an elite guy. I think he's better yeah. than that. Fair enough. And that's going to do it for this Addition. I don't want to. I, I can't close shows. Can you close the show? There's a reason Dale closes the show. And, and that'll do it for this edition of Eat Sleep Fantasy. Thanks for tuning in. This is Armando with Brito signing mm. off. Mm.
Oh, good, right? That was a good ending. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guaranteed we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts. I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. Uh-huh. Eat, sleep, fantasy.